Welcome to the Real Estate Secrets Podcast for healthcare professionals, hosted by Austin Hare and Nathan Palmer, who together have over two decades of real estate knowledge and investing. This show is about sharing lessons in commercial real estate that were learned from trial and error and working directly with CEOs of billion-dollar healthcare organizations. Our mission is to teach the insider strategies used by the big guys to everyday healthcare operators in order to get access to the best real estate at the best prices. All right, today's topic is synergistic users. So essentially what that means is just identifying not only maybe neighboring tenants, but also neighboring businesses, regardless of whether or not they're located in your exact plaza, but who are some of the people nearby who are going to drive your business and are going to make a really good fit and a really good partnership? Yeah, um, I think this is a good good topic to talk about and I think we can really break it into kind of two broader categories of these types of users right so we've got one bucket of synergistic users who who would be um, maybe direct referral sources other medical specialties with similar patient mixes and, and patient demographics that uh, that we could develop referral partnerships with and I think there's a second category of maybe indirect synergistic users that that might be the the Chick-fil-A in the building next to us that brings in all kinds of kids and families who is our kind of ideal demographic and they're able to see our location or a grocery store that we're sitting in an outlot in front of that is bringing in 10, 12,000 people a week and we get the benefit of uh, kind of that awareness as yeah. people are utilizing yeah, so services. You know, I think it's going to be helpful just to go through maybe a couple examples that are, are industry specific. So. What is some of the things that you found to be helpful synergistic users um, in some of the clients in the dental space to start out with? Well, so, you know, a good good kind of referral source for that would be, um, well, primary care is probably the most obvious, right? You're going to go see your primary care doc every so often. You're going to maybe have other underlying issues that maybe somehow relate to the health of your mouth. Uh, and therefore, um, you know, they maybe refer you to go back and, and see your dentist if, if you've been avoiding that appointment, right? And even breaking it down a little bit more specifically, you know, you'll see like a, a pediatric dentist who wants to be by other type of pediatric healthcare providers, right? So just kind of getting patients used to um, different areas or, or parts of town where they can get a lot of their medical services kind of in one region or place or whatever that might be right um and and for and for primary care for instance like you want to be you know you always see a high concentration of primary care near the hospitals right because it's all it's all kind of related and how how they're referred patients and where they need their patients to go for any type of additional screenings exams procedures things like that so so i think almost every almost every medical specialty um, you know has some category of of probably targeted referral sources that are that are other other non-competing medical users okay and for a dentist I mean you always want to be next to a candy shop right <laughs> yeah yeah sure <laughs> um, okay so you know it in terms of yeah healthcare it's very obvious what some of the synergistic users could be because um, your your avatar is very 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 close the the scope of service that you're providing is 
is similar. So what are some examples of non-endemic users that would be considered synergistic? Yeah, so um, I think largely for a lot of our clients, um, especially in this, this kind of new age of more convenient-driven healthcare, um, probably the, the main ones are, are, I mean, we would categorize it as a big box with a grocery component. So, you know, in, in layman's terms, simply just your major grocery stores, Targets, Walmarts, um, you know, we know that the average family unit nationally uh, utilizes the grocery store 2.2 times a week, right? So we want to benefit from that type of regular traffic, right? So that when, when whoever is is going to the store, you know, we're in a very um, visible uh, location that that kind of is in their daily traffic pattern or weekly traffic patterns to some of their common uses. So grocery stores just are are the most are broadly the most frequented, right? So so those are helpful from from that standpoint, right? And and there's other, I mean, grocery might be ideal, and then you have pharmacy, banks, you know, other retail uses that that people still frequent, just not not quite the amount of times they would go to the grocery store. But but then you have um, so you have that kind of category of users, which would be, hey, we want to, um, you know, just kind of be in proximity when people are going to those places. And then you have maybe some more kind of dialed in target users like a, a, a Chick-fil-A, a Kohl's, where, you know, if, if your business is really looking for kind of the soccer mom with kids, the families, you know, where that specific demographic, you know, because everybody needs the grocery store, right? But then in addition to that, you know, are there some additional users that bring in kind of that really targeted um, demographic population base, right? You know, like like one example for a client of ours who's in kind of the elective fitness space, um, you know, while grocery stores are great, you know, one of the other indicators they like to look for are gyms, right? They want to be nearby um, where people are who are health conscious, who care about their um, their physical body, who who then may be more interested in some of the services that they provide to kind of increase or biohack their um, their physical body and bone structure. So yeah, that's a good example. So uh, gyms are some of the ones that they are looking out for in particular. So you could also say that they're gonna probably be into health food type grocery stores like Chamberlain's, right? Or they're probably also going to be looking for nutrition stores, supplement stores, GNC, um, that sort of thing. So all of those, all of those kinds of businesses are very synergistic. That and, and they're you know they go hand in hand um, with the same desired outcome for the user. So, like, what kind of you know if you're generally speaking, um, if you're going to be looking for the type of user that frequents like Chick Fil A, what other public facing, you know, retail kind of stores, could you group into that bucket? So it might be, you know, Starbucks, um, as an example, what ones would you say would be good to look out for? And they are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in that category, um, you know, anything from from Starbucks, like you mentioned, to Panera, to, you know, kind of any of the kind of the kind of just the higher quality quick service food options, 
you know, a little higher dollar amount. Um, you know, those would all be in that kind of category. Of, so, yeah, so you could go, Chick-fil-A. there's not a Starbucks, but there is a Panera. That's fine. If there's both, it's even better. Um, Chick-fil-A's are good. Chipotle's are good. But on the opposite side of that, you know, you're looking at um, McDonald's, it would be a very different demographic than a Panera, right? At the same time, Walmart is a very demi- different demographic than a Target. And so there might not, you know, the more of these companies that we just named in particular that you can get in a row next to each other um, is going to be very indicative that this is a, a, a fluent user end um, demographic base. And so you don't need all of those at the same time. Um, a lot of them are interchangeable, but um, at the same time, when you start seeing businesses on the opposite end of this, especially conglomerated together, that's when you're going to have to really start to second guess, is this the right location for you? Even if everything else looks good, if the, if the demographics look good and the competition analysis looks good, like if you start running these reports and you're, you're, doing, you're physically looking at the other businesses, non-related, that could be synergistic, um, you're going to have to really start to think, think through some of these things if, if none of the businesses are popping up that you've identified as your core, you know, um, as, with having core synergies. So that's kind of what I wanted to do today was just give people some tangible, you know, examples of companies to physically look out for and what that means. Good. So, all right, well, um, that wraps up uh, pretty much what we want to talk about today. Hopefully this gives you guys some takeaway and some action steps so, um, you know, you can physically have examples of companies to look out for, to take note of, in your research and and noting what that means in different different ways that that could affect your business. So um, that is all for Synergistic users today. Um, and we will be continuing this series. We got about two or three more uh, lessons in, in this session, in this season, and we hope you guys stick around. If you need help finding the perfect location for your practice or you're ready to invest in commercial real estate, email us podcast at leadersre.com. That's podcast at leadersre, re as in realestate.com. Or go to www.leadersre.com and fill out our form. See you next time.